Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Young and Anointed Podcast. This is episode number 79, and my name is Martel. Good morning, good morning, good morning, or whenever you choose to listen to this. My name is Karen Hubbard, otherwise known as Queen K, and I'm very excited that you're here. The 70s are going very slow. I don't know about you. The 70s are moving very slow. <laughs> 10 weeks, man. <laughs> it felt like it. Good to see you, though. Good to see you as well. Today, we've got an episode on knowledge and execution. Mm-hmm. Yep, knowledge and execution. We all know that there's a difference between the two. But we just want to break down these two things. It's been you know, on my mind recently. Well, actually, like E.T., if anybody doesn't know, Eric Thomas, the the hip-hop preacher, um, I don't know how they measure this or, like, where the where it comes from, but he's, he, he claims and shouts, and everybody just agrees because he says it so much, and I'm sure there's some information to back it up, but mot- number one motivational speaker in the world, um, he always talks about execution, and he's recently he's recently been on a series, a whole sermon series at his church, APOC, a place of change, um, on execution is worship. He did a whole series on it. And so this topic has been on my mind recently in this past week. I've been doing a lot of studying, um, but I definitely know and can see ginormous differences and where you fall short if you focus too much on one and not the other and don't compare or don't have both of them at the same time. So knowledge and execution, episode number 79 of Young and Noisy Podcast, we here. Karen, let's talk about knowledge. Okay. I feel like knowledge is only important if you move on it. And I think um, it makes me think really differently about school and how they try to introduce the knowledge and then produce a system that leads you to execute. Um, Like whether that's like, I don't know, fill in the blank notes or like having you apply stuff in lab. And it just made me think very differently about, okay, like why does school not work for some people? And it's sometimes it's just like, how the knowledge is introduced fails to bring a student to the execution point. As far as like, what are you supposed to do with this knowledge? It's supposed to lead to a different application. And that, that gap, that jump from knowledge to execution in the middle is application. And I feel like we lose so many people. I know I'm using the analogy of school, but this is also in life. We lose so many people when people don't understand how to apply something and then execute it in their own lives. Like, what is the significance? How is this going to help you? What What is that jump from knowledge to application to execution? So that's kind of what I thought about when you when you brought up this topic. Got you. Yeah. So I was thinking the same thing, but I do want to... I do want to focus solely on knowledge first cuz cuz we can't we can't move back we can't move past the fact that it is extremely important. Yeah. Like to have knowledge, to be learning and continuously learning mm-hmm. is absolutely essential. Mm-hmm. Like like there are there are 
amazing executioners. Like, I mean, people who get things done. Like, I mean, yeah. just straight up, they wake up every day, they go do exactly what they plan, they set out to do, and mm -hmm. they end the day. Um, but there's a big difference between the people who pair the two of them because the person who has that knowledge, the person who has that knowledge and, and that wisdom and understanding is going to do things smarter. You can't do things smarter unless you know something smarter. Like, I think the saying goes like, once, once you know better, you do better. Mm -hmm. If you never take the time to know better, then you can't possibly do better. Yep. Like, I mean, I'm talking about you, you the hamster wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can end up in that hamster wheel if you don't continuously um, learn new things. Execution alone is not it. Mm -hmm. Knowledge, I think, um, I think, you know, put it this way. If I, if I wake up and I'm going about my daily life, my, you know, I go to work, um, I go, you know, spend time with family, I go hang out, whatever, whatever, eat food, the normal things of life. Um, I could be doing that every single day and things for me might not ever appear that they are changing. And if I have a goal or if I, if I ever desire to do something more or do something different, um, and when I say more, I'm meaning like um, I want to experience more of what the world has to offer. Mm -hmm. If I ever have any sort of desire to do something different or to, to you know, really stretch, I am handicapped if I don't get the knowledge required to do it successfully. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I know that that's just that's just straight up basic. Like <laughs> you, you need you need to be learning. But think about like the people who have made ginormous changes in this world, like the 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 people who have straight up like they live their life. And because they have existed, things are the way they are now, like those people. There's not one case where you will find the person who was who's in that position you will never, you will not find that person as not being a, a continuous learner. Why is that? Why do you think that these people who have, who have done amazing things on this planet, who have done incredible, like, I mean, people who today you would say are very, very successful in what the thing that they do. Yeah. It's a common fact that these people are continuous learners. We talk about like, uh, what is it? Warren Buffett. He he reads like a book a week or a book a day or something like that. Mm. And they're all like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like we see them as smart already. It's like why do you need to keep reading? <laughs> why do you need to keep learning things? Mm. Don't you know enough? And it's like it's not it. It's not it. Once you know better, you can do better. Once you know better, you can make smarter decisions. Yeah. Once you have that wisdom. You can go do something where you thought you might have thought you were smart before, but once you learn something new, you, you something new, you realize that mm -hmm. who you were a year ago mm -hmm. isn't nearly as good as what you could be. Yeah, because you continuously learn and improve. Mm -hmm. I'm always on the I'm always on the knowledge tip. It's like I I want to know. I know there's so much out here, and it's crazy to think that you know there are some people who really believe that they know enough. <laughs> that is a trick of the devil. <laughs> it is, it definitely is. And it's it's a mindset that you have to curate too. Like it's, it's 
I want to say it's not something that comes automatic, but it's not something that comes automatic for everybody. Um, and at least for me, like that, that hunger for continuous new learnings is ravished every day. <laughs> like it's, it's something that I take advantage of every day because like that, that fire that you have for just accumulating new knowledge, like since we're just focusing on knowledge right now, that, that fire that you have to build within yourself to hunger, to accumulate new knowledge that cannot go out. Like you can you will never know everything. Like even if you feel mm. like you've mastered something, there's always something that you can learn because you're human and you're limited, but that's something to be celebrated because there's always a place where you can grow. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, cause I'm, I'm thinking about it while you were talking. I'm like, so if I is, is knowledge compare, is it paired with, a desire because if I never wanted anything or if I never if I never like try, wanted to figure anything out if I was just very very content with exactly how things are as they are would I would I have that desire to learn no because I feel like Knowledge is just a word, like it's a noun. It's I feel like it's a collection of facts, like that's it. But mm. you have to have a desire that leads to the result of collecting facts. You see what mm. I'm saying? Like yes, yeah. it's to start from somewhere. There has to be a motive for you to go and seek knowledge. Like knowledge is something that you go seek. Definitely, definitely. Because mm -hmm. like yeah, um, one story though. One story, if we go back in the old, um, y'all know the book, the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I... <laughs> y'all know the book. <laughs> I do want to say this one story, Ecclesiastes 9. I'm going to just read it as it is. I mean, this is from the NIV. There was once a small city with only a few people in it. And a powerful king king came against it to surround it and built huge and built huge siege works against it. Now there lived in the city a man poor but wise, and he saved the city by his wisdom, but nobody remembered the poor man. So I said, Wisdom is better than strength, but the poor man's wisdom is despised, and his words are no longer heeded. The quiet words of the wise are more to be heeded than the shouts of a rule, ruler who, of fools. Wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroys much good. We have to not, we have to be wise. We have to continuously seek um, truth and wisdom because life depends on it. <laughs> it it really does it really really does and i think um a while back like i was uh really studying death and like how death is just separation like in its pure essence the idea of death is just separation if you don't connect yourself to the stream of life that is knowledge and consistently renew your mindset that breeds death so like you're choosing life or death dependent on 
whether or not you continue to learn. So let's let's dramatize this, right? Every day you are choosing to not learn, you're dying. <laughs> well, there it is. It's just, it just is. It just really is. Like, because like if you can, if you don't connect yourself with a living and breathing text for me, that's the Bible on a continuous basis, along with like other books that I feel like I'm led to, um, you will start to kill off the knowledge that you already have because like from day to day, facts remain the same, but your interpretation has to continue to evolve in order for you to continue to bring value to whatever you sought knowledge for in the first place. So if you are not reading, dying. If you want to make it less dramatizing, we all know I'm dramatic. If you've listened to one or two episodes, you've figured that out yet. Um, if you're not reading, you're growing. You're not growing, sorry. If you're not reading, you're not growing. There you go. Gotcha. Um, should just stuck to death, but there it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah, I think of it in, in this in, in the case of this story to be led by to not have knowledge of your own and to be led by a fool. Ooh! That's I mean, think about the cults of that the, the the thousands of cults that there are on this planet led by people who might have a piece of information but didn't care for the rest of it <laughs> or they 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 twisted the information to something that only served them and then got a bunch of people you know they were charismatic they were the person who was inspiring whatever whatever and all these people are following this person because they never actually did the research on their own so now they're leading they're being led by an idiot right off of a cliff that's how you run into the situation where um, you you where, where where someone can tell you um, if the police come, drink this and kill yourself. Don't drink the Kool Aid. If the police come, drink drink this Kool Aid right here and kill yourself. And another person being like, okay, that makes sense to me because <laughs> I don't know any better. Doesn't read. Literally, the, the saying, my mom told me this the other day, the saying, don't drink the Kool-Aid comes from a cult <laughs> where they were told to kill themselves. The police come, drink the Kool-Aid. It's poison. Oh, I'm over here like, why are we using Kool-Aid? <laughs> Let me find the cult for you, Karen. Let me... <laughs> I mean, I was like, yeah, Kool-Aid is bad because like, you know, all the sugars, you already know where my brain went. And I was oh like, wait. <laughs> I was like, yeah, don't drink the Kool-Aid, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, no, see here, as we go on, I'm, I'm going to look for this so we, I can tell you the exact cult, but okay. that's where the saying comes from, like people being led astray and literally to their death. You, ha you have to know, you have to know. It's crazy because like, you know, we all want like community. We all want to be around people. And so people find that community in church. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about before, though, you have to actually read the Bible <laughs> to know what this whole thing is about. Mm -hmm. Or you end up in a situation where you, get, you end up in a church and you're doing religious things, but you have no connection. So, so you, might, you might talk about and claim to, and it's, you know, it's, not even, it's not necessarily like easy 
to just to, to, to be a Christian. If you think about it, like it's not necessarily easy. So you're going through the work, you're doing the work and you're, you're putting in effort, but you've never actually read enough, st- done, done the studying, meditating on it, praying, and then got the connection so that at the end of the day, you can get the benefit of it. You all, I mean, you're fooling yourself. Mm-hmm. Look, that is literally, literally, you get to the gates. I never knew you. But wait, I was going to church for the last Oof. 50 years. <laughs> I was going, I, I grew up in the church. I, I did this, this, and this. And I used to give to the homeless people. And I always volunteered at, at this organization. And what do you mean? Like, I, I mean, I wore the nicest shirt to, to church every day. I mean, pastor knew my name. I, but Jesus says, I never knew you. Look, knowledge <laughs> is essential. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and if, we go, if we go over here, if we go over here, choose my instruction instead of silver, knowledge rather than choice gold, for wisdom is more precious than rubies and nothing you desire can compare with her. Mm-hmm. 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 What does that say? What does that say? That, that means that, that your, your comfort, that means that, um, your, your need for community, that means your, your appetite, that means, that means um, your, 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 your want to, to, for, your want to be um, in a place where there's a lot of leisure, your want to vacation, that means that your, your longing to be connected and loved <laughs> by other people does not compare uh-huh. with this wisdom. Because this wisdom can lead you to life. So we talked about wisdom. We talked about knowledge because that's the first step. Now let's move over to execution. Yes, sir. Bridge it over. Bridge it over. Because look, people, you can't. You there's the the reason that we can't we can't start with execution is because if you don't know nothing, <laughs> if you don't know nothing, then what you executing on? You pro- you probably Paul, you probably killing Christians. <laughs> Oh, I know what to do. Slays Christians. Think about it. Think about it. You probably killing Christians. If if you don't actually have that 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 wisdom, you probably are killing Christians. And you might be thinking to yourself, Martel, I'm not killing nobody. What do you mean? Think about it. If you don't have the knowledge of the truth, Bible, if you aren't living in it, um, then you might be leading people in the wrong direction. Death. You're killing people. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not pointing the finger. I'm not telling everybody, you know, you, you're doing wrong and you're killing everybody because of your act. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is you're more likely to lead people in the wrong direction if you don't know the truth for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that truth executed leads to results that benefit you and everybody around you. Mm-hmm. Let's go to another one real quick. Oh, say, same book. Not, same book. James, James won this time. James won same book. Okay. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself, 
goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. That means, look, 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 let me show you what that looks like. I walk up, I wake up, I go to the mirror. I'm like, hey, look at me. Okay, cool. I walk away. I come back. Hey, oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay, dope. <laughs> you walk away and then you immediately forget what you look like. That's what it's so that's that's reading a whole bunch and not doing nothing. And look, I know, look, I'm guilty of this. We we can go learn a bunch of information, we can buy a course, we can get a book. We might read it and we might be very satisfied. We might be very happy with ourselves because we got from cover to cover of a book, but you ain't do nothing with that information. And so like, <laughs> it's cool. You've got information, you, you know it, you know it, but you didn't do anything with it. Mm -hmm. So what you read about what it could do for you, the questions that it answered, can't actually benefit you because you just know about it. You ain't do nothing. Yikes. And we don't like, I, I, there's a ridiculous percentage. I forgot what it was, but there's a ridiculous percentage of people who like buy courses, but then don't finish them. <laughs> and think about it. There's so many, there's so many different, like um, how to make a million dollars or how to do X or how to do, this thing or be successful in this. You, you literally can go on the internet and find the answer to anything that you pretty much wanna know these days. There are, someone's got, someone has figured that thing out that you are trying to crack. Like th the code has been cracked already on how to make it in whatever industry that you're trying to make it in. Someone's got the information out there. The problem isn't that the information is not available. The problem is that most people will not execute on it. It's one thing to know, okay, someone says, I, you need to do this every day for the next year. And then by day 365, this is the result. Most people won't ever make it past day 30. It's easy to be the, the, the New Year's resolution type of person. The I'm, I'm going to be healthy this year um, from January to February. <laughs> From January to March, because my homegirl was with me. But after that, what are you going to look like in December? What's, what's the second half of the year looking like? Like, did you actually make it to summertime? Because the summertime is what you were trying to get in shape for, but you didn't make it there because February is a little bit away from the, from the summertime. And so, so what happened? You fell off. Execution is consistent too. You might have learned everything that you need to needed to learn about how to get in shape. It's funny because we talk about like uh, health and wellness. We talk about um, uh, healthy uh, living, that kind of thing. Um, and we all every it's, it's like it's like common knowledge at this point how you can lose weight. It's common knowledge at this point how you can just be in shape. You do two things. You eat right and you exercise. It's so simple. It's so <laughs> However, uh, however, just because it's simple does not mean it's not hard. And people get upset when something simple 
can be so hard to apply. Mm -hmm. That cracks me up in a good way, in a good way. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> we got these New Year's resolutioners out here. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you know what to do. We all know what to do. It's not, there's nobody that I feel like can honestly sit with herself and say, man, it is just impossible to know how to lose weight. Like how, to, like, does anyone know how to do this thing? It's, um, it, it's, it's just, it just eludes me <laughs> on how to do this. That's not today. We're in 2022. Google it. Google it. Google it. And then so when someone says, do this, do that. Execution. Knowledge is not power unless it is executed on. You've only fooled yourself if you think that just because you know something that uh, the result or whatever is going to just automatically happen. And typically the execution has to be over a period of time where it will be long enough to be uncomfortable to do. <laughs> At some point it's going to have to, it's going to have to transfer over from I'm just super motivated right now. That's the January resolutioners. Oh, yeah. Um, to this is a lifestyle and I'm, I have committed myself to this thing to the point where I won't not do it. That's, that's How can you not win? It's dangerous to mm. it's dangerous in a good way. Dangerous did what? That's dangerous in a good way. Dangerous in a good way. Yeah. So knowledge and execution. Karen, any more thoughts? One can't exist without the other. Um, a book on a shelf means nothing if it's never opened. Um, and the knowledge will never mean anything if you don't go do something with it. Like you have to act on what, like you, on what you've learned. Um, and I think understanding that that fundamental relationship is transformational. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I think it's really interesting that it's like you, it's so getting the information is easy, mm -hmm. but actually working it all the way through is sometimes very difficult. Yeah. And like, I think one thing that I don't want people to, to do is to get into like the, um, the, the state of mind where they think, okay, so I, I have this thing, I, I learned about it, and then I'm trying to do it, but then I, I failed at it. Like, I failed at it. Um, so since I keep, since I failed at it, and I might have failed at it multiple times, do I keep going or do I, do I quit? Is this just not, is this not it? I, I truly believe that there's some things that will be just inherently difficult to continue with, like to, to continuously execute on. But you train yourself and you become more resilient when you fail and keep going. How quickly 
can you shake off the, the mess up and keep moving? I think people who can do that uh, exceptionally quick mm -hmm. are, are the most successful mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because everyone's going to mess up at some point. Yeah. Everyone's going to mess up at some point. Yeah. And it is a, it is a struggle Especially today when, you know, we, we've got people on the internet who, you know, they live a certain lifestyle through the internet. But most people, if you don't look at, if you don't, if you don't humanize a person, if you don't put someone into the context of a real human being who actually has temptations, who actually has faults, who actually has issues and things happening in their life, then you might be led to believe that someone is perfect all the time. Oh my gosh. Ooh. But that's not the case. It's God. it's actually never the case. <laughs> if you think Jesus is the only one who's ever done it successfully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um I I want to harp on that real fast because I feel like I I don't know why it's so automatic to think that when people have achieved something great that they must have been living greatness and I'm just like no, like um I recently made um a huge a huge accomplishment in my um health and wellness business and people were kind of asking like oh my gosh like that's so amazing like you must have taken so much time off work and <laughs> and during the month that like you know you achieve this huge feat within your business and i was like if you really if you really want to know that was probably the busiest month of my life in life events the most death I've ever had in my family at one time, the most drama I've ever had in my family at one time, the most anguish I've ever had in my body at one time. I just decided that all of that pain was temporary and I went for the goal anyway. I made a decision to act on the knowledge that I had instead of leaving it on ice for another month because I had been leaving it on ice every month every month. The things that I did, they weren't anything new. I just did them more consistently every day. And I, I decided that a day won't pass where I won't do this. And that's what happened. People were like, oh my gosh, that's so toxic. Nope. Nope. Because, <laughs> because of who I serve, the things that were happening to me aren't going to break me because of who I serve and who I surrender that, those situations to. It's just, it's so interesting because people are like, oh my gosh, well, like, you know, you just, she just, you know, Karen's just not human. Uh, I, I promise you I am. If you cut me, I will bleed. <laughs> I promise you. I, I, I promise you I'm still from earth just like you. Like there's, there is nothing that I have that you don't have in you. You just refuse to reach it. You just refuse to reach it. And I don't say that to be mean i say that to help you understand that like we are made of the same pile of dirt <laughs> we're made yeah. of the same thing i just chose to keep reading and you stopped i chose to keep working and you quit i chose to believe in myself and you chose to doubt it's it was just simply i chose to execute over the knowledge and you chose to sit on it sit on it there is no difference just stop chalking it up to like this person must be perfect no 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 if, if anything they realize how imperfect they are and just decided to trust the process i'm done that's a whole nother topic but i just wanted to harp on that because like so many people just assume that like i am fire and grace like <laughs> all the time mm -mm. 
It, you saw me. You, you. It's funny because like you got to see it. Like the month that like I did this, you got to see <laughs> how mm -hmm. how demanding my job is, my engineering job is. Um, but I did it anyway. I didn't. I didn't let that be an excuse. So one thing that I think um, is a big takeaway from the story that you just said is like, so she had a, a bunch of stuff going on. There was a bunch of death. There was a bunch of different things happening at the same time that can take her attention and focus onto them. But what I think is the most important thing of that story is that you chose what you were going to focus on and what you were not. I think we have an, in, we have an incredible ability as human beings to decide what we are going to focus on because what we choose to focus on is going to shape what we do. It's going to direct our actions and our path after that point. If something, if, if a house is on fire, if I'm in a burning house and I see my, my favorite camera is sitting in the middle of the fire, I can, I can sit and cry about the camera being on fire or I can think about, oh, I need to get out of here because Money can be made and I can buy another one. Mm. There's a difference. It's just shifting that focus on the thing that is that that's going to produce the best result versus sitting and focusing on the thing that's only going to cause emotions that are going to make you stay in that situation or hurt the results of everything else. Mm -hmm. She chose. She chose to focus on growth. She chose to be consistent in her business and not dwell on what was going wrong because she had that, she had that option, mm -hmm. just like everybody else. If, if, I'm, if I'm a person who like consistently, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm one of those people like who, like in live production, I've said, I've talked about this before, things go wrong all the time, <laughs> literally all the time. Like you can, you could, you could have everything perfect pre-production like before things happen you could have everything absolutely perfect set up ready to go you could have tested it 10 20 30 times it is all set and ready but when the thing actually happens boom everything could go wrong literally cameras don't work lights shut off mic doesn't work you can't hear the person on stage anymore i mean everything could go wrong in a moment mm -hmm. but the best directors, the best leaders, and I think a true characteristic of a leader is the person who can sh not sit there and focus on what's going wrong, but shift their focus to what the solution is to that problem mm -hmm. and, and figure out in the moment, what's the most important thing and what do I need to do to make sure that that is working so that we can continue to move forward. Because if I sit here and I focus on the things that is going wrong, I can, I cannot I cannot improve this situation for anybody. So what are you focused on? Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's just, that was just one thing that I, that, that was just yelling at me while you were talking about the story right there. And it's like, and you, you can, you can take that into any situation. What are you focused on? If you feel if you feel really sad about something, you're probably focused on something that's really sad. <laughs> if you if you if you if you keep running into the same the same problem, then what have you been focused on that led you to that problem? Mm 
If I, if I have, if I set a goal, if I'm, you know, we're going to go, let's go back to fitness with the new year's resolutioners. If I miss a day in the gym, do I sit and cry about how I missed the day in the gym or do I just go to the gym the next day? Get up and go back. <laughs> get up, get up, get up, <laughs> get up. Do if I, if I'm working a job and I get fired, do I cry about how I got fired or do I just automatically shift my focus to my next opportunity? What is available to me? Shift your focus to the next opportunity. What are you focused on? <laughs> and if you don't know enough, get some more knowledge. <laughs> and after you get that knowledge, execute on it. And while you're executing it, if you mess up, shift your focus. That's the play for today. <laughs> Queen K, do you have some words of wisdom? Yes, I do. The words of wisdom for this week are ignorance on fire is better than knowledge on ice. Mm. Hit me with that one more time. Yes, one more time as well as an explanation. Ignorance on fire is better than knowledge on ice. So clearly in this podcast, <laughs> we want you to understand that learning is important. We're not saying to go act on the ignorance that you have. That's not what we're saying. We're saying that you need to act on the knowledge that you know, because it's going to serve you better when you act on it versus where it's just sitting. How we mentioned earlier, a book on a shelf is just a book on a shelf. It could be a life-changing book, but if you never open it and act on it, it's just a book on a shelf. So. Mm. Boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Yes. Thank you for that. Um, my name is Martel. My name is Karen Hubbard, otherwise known as Queen K. And this is Tuesday, the Young and Anointed Podcast, episode number 78, or 79, excuse me, on knowledge and execution. Hope y'all have a fantastic week, and we'll see y'all next week. <laughs>